This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Christmas 2022. Yes, today's show, as you might have guessed. <laughs> Where are you Christmas for 2022? I see every year, I love Christmas shows, by the way, but every year it has really been my most popular show. As a matter of fact, I can't believe this, but the Where Are You Christmas show last year had more downloads on the podcast than any show I did in November. <laughs> So, you know, obviously people are in that, like, where is it? How do we find it? What are we, what are we going to do to get there? And, you know, why do you think? So I think our hearts are just crying, you know, like th this is what we want. So join us today in the search for Christmas. We would love to have your calls. This show is live, and we think that you are a big, huge part of the show. It requires your participation participation right there. I like that word, Bill. Participation, <laughs> yes. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUE. So in the intro there, you might have heard Cindy Lou Who from How the Grinch Stole Christmas, just an absolutely classic scene there. And then Mary Did You Know by Pentatonics. Well, I don't know exactly how to say that one either. Pentatonics? That might be it. Anyway. And then Faith Hill with Where Are You Christmas? At the end of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, she actually show. But like all Christian Car Guys shows, today's show is brought to you by a Hebrew letter, like 
you know, Sesame Street, our Hebrew letter for today is the letter Het. And the letter Het is significantly huge, gigantic to the idea of where are you Christmas in my world. There's some things I want you to know that are really important. Number one, it is the eighth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and numbers are hugely important in the Bible, and the number eight is gigantically huge. We're going to get to more of that in a second. But number one, the het is the eighth letter, and I want you to picture with me this male energy that's coming down from heaven. It would be called Jacob's ladder in some regard. Some people would say that's Jesus And so as his light comes down from heaven, which it does every Christmas, when you reflect it back, however you go about doing that, you're like the letter Zion. And and so you're reflecting that back. And then over the top of that, we're still describing the letter Het. There's Jesus coming down. You're reflecting it back up. And over the top of that is a hoopah or a hetateric that looks, and that is the father, okay? So there's There's three parts of this equation of your family for Christmas, okay? I just want you to see this. So you got Jesus coming down. You're going, you're reflecting Jesus when you do something cool at Christmas for somebody. And then the Father's over the top of that enjoying your union. So I have been on this quest in the Song of Solomon, which, by the way, has eight chapters. And I, my year word for the year that God gave me for this year to be working on was to delight. Okay, And so the place I delight, anybody that knows me knows I delight in the Song of Solomon just amazingly. And so I have been delighting in the Song of Solomon. And how delightful is it that I got to the eighth chapter right here at the beginning of December, which actually I started yesterday. Okay, And in my podcast, if you listen to it every day, that's, you know, I started on the eighth chapter yesterday. Well, the eighth day was the day that Jesus was circumcised. And I know this is a little hard to listen to, but you got to hear it because it's huge, okay? It's a fairly well-known understanding among Judaism that there was more than just the blood of the lamb in what was put over the doorpost during Exodus, okay? So you might remember for the Passover, they put blood over the doorposts and the lintels of the houses so that the angel of death would pass over. And we all know that Easter was very much a picture of Passover, right? And the blood of the lamb is actually Jesus' blood that's on the cross, which you may not know. I did not know until recently that they mixed the blood of the lamb with the circumcision of the baby boys that had not been circumcised at that point in time. That had to be on the eighth day, okay? <laughs> on the eighth day that And by the way, when they cleansed the temple, that had to be on the eighth day. So the idea of eight is a miracle. If you look in the 119th Psalm, all the letters have eight verses, and the eighth one always being the miracle verse. Well, the way that Jesus, I guess, showed this to the world, really, really cool. In Luke chapter 9, you're going to see the story of the transfiguration. And so you might know the story of the transfiguration that Peter and John and James got to go with Jesus and up on a mountain and see his glory, which you may not remember. If you look carefully in Luke chapter 9, you're going to see that Jesus told them eight days before that some of them there sitting would see the kingdom of God before they die. Well, eight days later, look at it. It's right there in Luke. Eight days later, they went up the mountain, and he repeats it one more time. Because Thomas, you know, at, at, at the day of the resurrection, Thomas doubted, 
right? And he said, I'll have to stick my fingers, you know, in his hands and my hand in his side in order to believe this. Well, check it out. Look closely. It's in John chapter 20. It says, eight days later, Jesus appeared to them. <laughs> so the letter hat is significantly huge when it comes to this idea of being united with Christ and finding Christmas from my perspective, okay? And I just wanted to share that that letter aid has a lot to do with Christmas that you may have never ever thought before. So along those lines, the first verse in the eighth chapter of the Song of Solomon is this, and, and this is where I found Jesus tremendously beautifully uh, this year for me for Christmas. It says, Oh, that thou, and if she's talking, this is the bride and talking about her betrothed, which is Jesus, okay? Oh, that thou wert as my brother that sucked the breasts of my mother. When I should find thee, I would kiss thee. I should not be despised, okay? And so I know that verse, you know, a little graphic, okay? But it says something spectacular. Don't you wish, don't you really, really, really wish that Jesus was your brother, that you grew up with Jesus? Like, wouldn't you like to be James? Like, man, there he is right there. I mean, I grew up with him. And that he actually did have that tender place with with our mother together. Now, see how much of the family is in this verse, okay? The family is all over this verse. And Christmas is about family to a great extent for most of us, right? That, that, that we got a mother and we got these two children, and actually both Rashi, the great Jewish commentator, as well as Matthew Henry make reference to Joseph in this verse, saying that, right, Joseph and Benjamin both had the same mother, and they were very tender and close to each other. Then what she says after she talks about him being her brother, and how cool would that be if Jesus was your brother? Then when I find you, and by the way, that's in the present tense, the way I read it in Hebrew, it says, when I find you, the word find in Hebrew, I hope I can get this through, but it starts with a mem, which is Jesus. That letter means Jesus. It means Messiah. That's why it starts with that mem sound. And then there's the letter Zadik, which is righteousness, okay? And Jesus died on the cross so that you would be made righteous. For what? The last letter in the word find is an aleph. An aleph, you know that Adam starts with an A, Abraham starts with an A. Adonai starts with an A. Why? Because they all make reference to the Father. See? And so this verse, when you talk about finding God, the only way Jesus is the way to the Father, you see? And so when you see this Mem and this Zadok and this Aleph, those are telling you how to find Christmas right there. I'm telling you because you're going to find it through Jesus' righteousness. You're going to find the Father. And oh, that Jesus were your brother. Well, guess what? He is, and he really was raised with you, and it's right there. It's all over. Christmas is with us. We got calls. We can wait, hardly wait for you, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
value Christmas for 2022 here on the Christian Car Guys show. I love, love, love delving into this every year. I, re- I really do because, you know, to set our hearts on what he might have for us in our communion and and the idea of the the whole letterhead and what I've been talking about, it has to do with your marriage to Christ. In other words, you become one with him, and he really is your family. <laughs> he really, really, really is your brother, okay? <laughs> and he's your husband. It's kind of a neat thing. And you, But if you read the Song of Solomon, five times he says it, Bill, my sister, my spouse. And, and so it's, it, is a, it, it is the idea that he truly is your brother, but he's also your husband. But all that gives you a father-in-law that's out of this world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it really just does. And so as you enter into that, like this year, you know, we found, Tammy and I did, we, we found the coolest nativity you know, one where they're actually dressed in cloth, you know, in, in in cloth clothing, right? Where it was a Mary and a Joseph and a baby Jesus in a manger. You know, we found it actually at Home Depot and it was out of this world cool. And it was the only one left. And so we snatched it up, you know, and she's like, what are you going to do with this? I said, I guess I'm going to have to build a manger. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to build a, you know, a, a, what do you call it? The shed where they, you know, where they were in because we had no way to keep them out of the weather, Right. And so, man, I stayed up all night trying to think of, man, how could I put together this stable for, you know, Mary and Joseph, this really cool nativity. And it hit me that I could get bales of pine straw, right? Because I could use the pine straw later in my yard. I could use it anytime. So I got all these bales of pine straw bill, which, by the way, were only $5 a bale. And I, I, I piled them up and then I found some wood from the woods to, to kind of make it look like what was holding up the roof was these pieces of wood. And then I put some boards across the top and voila, instant manger scene. And man, I mean, it's out of this world. Cool. I mean, it really, really is my own. My mother-in-law loved it. And then this doesn't easy. (laughs) (laughs) How big were these figurines? uh, They are probably two thirds size. They're not full size, but you know, they're about yay high. I mean, about, you know, four or five feet high. But they show up cool in my in, in I neat place in my yard where I you know it just it, it over on the side where they're kind of going into the woods and you just go man look at that and so when I look in that I see a family right there was a mother there was a father there's a baby right and and, and in so many ways you know you can see that that the family is a big part of all being united and we really do have that brother and we really do have that mother. And we have grandmothers, too, and we got Sarah Linda is on <laughs> in Washington, the state of Washington. Sarah Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I, I'm, I'm listening to you on the phone because uh, it doesn't come in here. So uh, this is awesome. You, I got hold of you. <laughs> yes. I've, and, and, and I've been thinking, I'm, I'm you know, writing uh, my uh, well, anyway, I'm writing all this stuff, but the, I'm beginning it all with the with the Christmas because uh, that was um, it, it was such a central part of my life when I was little, and uh, because my family they always made Christmas well. They they didn't know that they were 
had problems. My dad at that time was uh, uh, an atheist, and my mom was bad at God. So really? They didn't, the thing was that uh, uh, they they lo- they they loved Christmas, and because uh, they had it in the old country, that meant so much to being part, being family together. So uh, we celebrated Christmas, but it was because at, at I was if you I was six and a half when this lady led me to the Lord in the neighborhood, and and I, I, because uh, when I heard that uh, it, my dad took great care of me because I was born uh, well I almost died when I was born. But anyway, he always took care of me when I had colic and everything. But and so uh, uh, I just loved my dad. And when my the lady that taught me to read, in the, a neighbor lady taught me to read. She taught me about God so loved the world, uh, and he he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him would have eternal life. And I just thought, well, my, uh, I, I, I need to, I need life because my all my first grade I had nightmares about dying and uh, uh, and I thought, well, if if I could, and I thought if God was like my father who took such good care of me uh, when I had those nightmares and even when I was first born and I had colic so bad. He always walked with me uh, to the Victrola, you know, put the music on and a record. And I thought, my, he's like my dad. Well, I need him. His, his son is, is, you know, I uh, his son must be great. And I didn't think of his son as being... Jesus. I mean, I I knew his name was Jesus, but I didn't think of him as being. Uh, I thought of him as being just a couple years older than me. You know, maybe maybe <laughs> he really years. was your brother. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. And and, and then I, I, so I received him into my heart. But you know, and and actually, we. I he was there. I didn't. I didn't know, I didn't see him, but I thought, well, that's the way it was. You know, I'm just not very... Oh, uh, well, Sarah Linda, we got to go to a break, but I can tell you okay. everybody listening is wanting to know what happened with your... I didn't ever know that your father was an atheist. I, we all are know. we got to know about that. we got to know the rest of the story. But we also need your call, right? Where are you, Christmas 2022? We would love to hear how you do that. 866-348-7884. Please call. We'd love to hear from you. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
are you? Christmas for 2022. You're listening to the Christian Car Guys show, and we do talk about cars every once in a while. We might get to that because, you know, we always got to talk about the Jesus labor love. That's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And there's a lot of crises this time of year, and the calls increase and the pressure increases. And, and we're so, so, so grateful for all of you who give and pray for the Jesus labor love, car repair labor again for single moms and families in crisis. And that's always at christiancarguy.com. If you go to christiancarguy.com, you can see there's a tab easy enough to apply for assistance if you know of a single mom or widow that has a need, or if you want to give get join the prayer team or give financially, whatever that might look like for you, or maybe you have a car. Because believe it or not, a lot of those cars we can't fix. And so we have a whole list of people that are waiting for a car. And usually they're just cars that people couldn't trade. You know, the air conditioner may not work or there might be something. But you'd be surprised that that kind of transportation could save somebody's, you know, house because they're trying to stay at work and they don't have a way to get there. And so, like, all that stuff's critically important. Again, it's all at christiancarguy.com. And as part of keeping Christmas well, like, we were, we left our hero, Sarah Linda. Her dad was keeping Christmas well, but I know everybody, everybody wants to know what happened with your dad, Sarah Linda. Well, it 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 was a uh, oh, it, I could hear myself speak, but <laughs> and but Christmas was uh, Christmas was about my best friend forever. Yeah, so did your dad end up an atheist, or did he come to Christ? Well, it yeah, he came to the Lord, because uh, when I grew up, I, I started a poll, and Christmas was about my best friend forever. Life with him would death never sever, because I had those nightmares, and, and that, this lady that brought me to the Lord uh, told me that, you know, about Jesus, and uh, uh, and I realized that when I was little, that he was like he was could be he his father was was like my dad who took care of me and so I accepted him in my heart and and Jesus came in and I I he was my best friend forever and then later when my uh, as when I grew up I part of I started home Christmas is about my best friend forever life with him would death never sever. And when I grew up, I realized the cross was when he took all my loss. And then I started to write more. But the thing was, is that when I grew up and I met my sweet husband, uh, I found out more about the fullness of Jesus because there, then uh, uh, that was when uh, I, I was able to talk with my dad and and he came to the Lord before he died. So that was a full round, but it was because I joined my father's, my father's, well, he was my husband, my husband's family. They all knew the Lord so well, and it was, I, I was strengthened enough to talk with my dad. And he came to the Lord before he died. That and that's awesome. part of my story. How about, how about how about your mother? Well, it took her about thirty more years, and then she she found the Lord. <laughs> oh well, that, you know, there you go, there you go. So your dad must have died fairly young. Well, he died when he was sixty-two, and that was, you know, it's young. 
and uh, we I didn't. It, it was a long story, and I'm writing it, and I'll be sending it to you. <laughs> 62 didn't sound young to me when I was little, but now it sounds really young. He was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, me at 95, that's full now. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm with you. So how wonderful. That is just, I'm so glad you called in as always, Sterling. I'm going to put you back on hold so that you can hear the rest of the show, because I don't want you to miss it, okay? Oh, thank you. All right. Thank you, Sherlyn. <laughs> if you could, put her back on hold so she can hear, because unfortunately something's happened with KCIS. We're going to get to the bottom of that. But I know you got a story, right? How you keep Christmas, and we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. It just makes my day, how the callers do, every single week, 866 348 Three, four, truth, because I, I just have a sneaking suspicion that your heart is like my heart. You know, where are you this year? There's so much shenanigans. <laughs> you know, RSV, COVID, this, that, the other, man, all sorts of strange goings on that just memory, you know, seem to make sense yet, right? It's, it's just like Christmas never fades away. I love that. I love that verse. In the 119th Psalm, thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou establish the earth, and it abideth. So how about you, Bill? Well, I, when I think about Christmas, I think about family and tradition and church and giving and memories, and the main one is food. Uh, you know, everybody coming together with, with their part of the food and everybody about dying from overeating and then leftovers for the next three or four. So that, those are the memories that come to mind when I, when I consider Christmas and are you here yet? So what's and, your favorite Christmas-like food? Oh, it's got to be the uh, sweet potato casserole. Really? It's got to have pecans, and it's got to have marshmallows, uh, marshmallows and it's got to have raisins. And raisins? Raisins. And, um, you know, I always get my wife to fix me one and then one for everybody else because that's my go-to food for about a week after Christmas and Thanksgiving. Now, then I've got to go 10 months without any of it. But <laughs> for two months, it's, it's this the center of my existence. <laughs> Sweet potato casserole. Well, now we all, and, and I've never seen it with raisins. Have you, Rachel? No. Oh, you got to have it with raisins. That It just makes the, the difference. Always, you know, we had K&W here for ever and ever and ever, and they always had sweet potatoes, but they always put about five pounds of nutmeg in it. So, yeah, I'd look at it and say, that's going to be so good. And I put one spoonful in my mouth. I said, when's Christmas going to get here? Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it is the food. But, you know, there's all sorts of food. How about family? You said that. What does that look like for you? Well, it's wonderful to have the kids. We've got one in, in uh, Durham who works at the Children's Hospital at Chapel Hill, and we've got one in, it's hard to call a 30-year-old a child. I, I, I don't understand how the lady I married's got a 30-year-old son. It just doesn't make any sense. But to, to have all four of us come together and then to have the rest of the family come up, it's just a, a really wonderful wonderful time of year to have a couple different occasions for everybody to, to see each other and fellowship. So when you say the rest of the family? Well, Jenny's side of the family. So we've got her stepmother and her brothers that that come in. Oh, cool. Do they live in North Carolina or do they come from somewhere else? Uh, stepmom lives close, so we get to see her a lot. And then uh, the rest are in Charlotte. So they, they drive up, have a good time. 
Right. And, and so as you have that opportunity to come together at Christmas, you have that sense of family. Well, that's, that's the part of it that I enjoy the most and the part that I look forward to the most. It, it's good to, you, you definitely can say that's a time when we're going to all see each other. And we sort of struggle to, to get together all at once. So we'll drive down and see my son uh, Sunday afternoon after the prison. And we'll uh, see Hannah. She's on a frequent basis. But to get us all together at one time, we know that's going to happen at Thanksgiving and Christmas. So somebody out there is being led by the Holy Spirit to call us. And, you know, don't be shy. Really, 866-348-7884. We're taking a poll on raisins in your sweet potato casserole. 866-348-7884. So, you know, you know, I, I, most people that know me know I love Christmas music. I just do. And you might hear that in my intro that I just definitely love. Well, one of my favorite things to do at Christmas, <laughs> you know, we go get a Christmas tree up in Boone. You know, if you live in North Carolina, we have these wonderful. And then one of the joys is my granddaughter is still not gone completely over to the dark side. See, I'd love to sing in the car. I just do. That's, that's just a Christian car guy show. And singing in the car is a huge part of Christmas, right? And you got to sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? I mean, it, you got to at least one time this year. And, and you got to tell the, the Rudolph joke, which if you're listening to Kingdom Pursuits later, I'm going to tell my, my Rudolph joke I tell every year. But I, so I love the Christmas humor. I've got that coming for Kingdom Pursuits, but I love the Christmas songs. So what's your favorite Christmas song? You can just call us with that, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And so we do have a caller coming in, and we're looking forward to that, and we'll be right back. But we need you, 866-348-7884. Your favorite Christmas song, how about that one? 866-348-7884. Well, if you ever plan to go to West, you're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Are you Christmas for 2022? We're back on the Christian Car Guys show, and I'm very excited because we have all sorts of callers lined up, but we haven't got you yet. So you got to call us. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. How do you find Christmas this time of year? 866-348-7884. We have Miss Joy is in North Carolina. Miss Joy, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Miss Jay? Miss J, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was thinking Joy, because Joy to the world, <laughs> but it's Miss J, yeah. Maybe I'm the one who's sending the um, poems in all the time. That's There you go. And so what have you got for us? North Carolina. I do know you. I absolutely do. You are right. Um, and, and, um, and shout out to Scott, too, um, who's Christian car guy, the labor of love. Um, 
just wanted to give him a shout out. You know, I appreciate you guys. I hadn't been with you guys because I had another accident. I'm out on medical leave. No, uh, no. my knees kind of did not want me. Um, but I wanted to say thank you for the prayers for my mother and my son um, throughout this. You know, um, the months that you've been praying for me. My my son and I now have a relationship that's growing. My mother is um, out of the hospital. She still has a colostomy bag, but um, the cancer um, that she's been treatments and stuff that she having is working in her favor good. So she's been home, but she has the nurses coming back and forth. And my son, whom I haven't really been involved with in uh, about 17 years, is like over there visiting her and he's caring for her. Oh, and wow. she's in New Jersey. I, I haven't yet to be able to get there. So how I thought things were going to happen this Christmas is not quite there yet, but I believe that, you know, that I'm going to be able to be there with them both and, um, you know, and just be able to have some kind of reunion with my family. But I was thinking about where it's Christmas, and then I started asking. <laughs> I remember when God told me that he was the gift, the greatest gift of everything, and that's the reason for Christmas. The perfect, like, the perfect oh, gift, goodness. actually, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, he is the greatest gift. And you know I do song, you know, so my greatest song is the one he gave me to inspire to write. Is it okay to sing it? Of course, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> okay. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Yes, he purchased each and every one. He redeemed us by his blood. Oh, every heart shall humble of the mention of his name. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is king. I came into my own, but my own received me not. I gave you my greatest gift. I gave my all in all. I gave a part of me that no other man could do. I gave you my greatest love. I gave you me. That's oh, what told me. <laughs> I, I knew it was Miss Joy. I knew it was Miss Joy. <laughs> that blesses my socks off this morning, Miss Jay. It really, really does. Thank you so much, Ben. That is awesome. Absolutely. And yeah. how do you do that acapella? Wow. Just amazing. What a oh, gift. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm a worshiper. I never thought of myself as being a real singer, <laughs> but it's when God, um, when I connect with him, you know, when I, you know, just when he comes over me. You know, and it's, he is near to the brokenhearted because I'm brokenhearted about my mom, you know, situation. And yeah. I, I felt him being there. But how, and I how neat that your son would, said, I thought, you know, what a story <laughs> that your son would be there with her after all that. You know, so. you know, you me telling you how he used to be an alcoholic shooting in the backyard. I, you might not remember, but um, we come a long way through the radio and really um, praying on, on his behalf and, um, he also went through a separation, but maybe that was bad for him. I don't know. But he's well, let's just, you know, since the God did so much with us and our family here, why don't we just thank him real quick? Jesus, thank you so much for what you've done for Miss J, for her son and for her mother. And, and we pray that you would give them um, the desires of their heart this Christmas. Um, most of yeah. all, you and, and each other as a family uh, reunited through all that you've done for all of us. And we thank you so much for what you've done for them. In Jesus' name, I pray. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in. i got to get to another caller, but thank you for calling. 
You're welcome. All God right. bless. Bye-bye. All right. We got Miss Ann is in Huntersville, North Carolina. And you're on, my good friend, Ann, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. You're- I just had to tell you, I want the rest of the story about the raisins because I went to the store, hopped back in the car after I got the oranges for my recipe for sweet potatoes, and... You said raisins, but just before I went to the store, I said, oh, I think raisins would do better than apricots, or as well as. But then I didn't hear the part about the raisins. There you oh. go. I, I love the raisins. I always wanted to try the dried cherries, too, but I can't get my wife to go that far with me. But the raisins are wonderful. Don't need a whole lot of them. I have another idea, too. My wife uh, uses a dehydrator to make craisins. Right, because regular craisins are too sweet for me because I can't have any sugar because I'm diabetic. So, like, man, craisins in there, Bill. What do you think? And that's good for I, your, your as long as you fix a proper one, you can experiment <laughs> with two or three. So, do you know how many raisins? I always thought you, a little pineapple might. Uh, work. How much? How many raisins do you put in your? Is it? He's indicating like a handful. It looks yeah, like about a, a, less a quarter than a cup. Handful. You it don't need like a whole a lot. quarter cup of raisins is what I'm guessing based on. Yeah, want, want, want one in every spoonful. <laughs> Got to make sure they're spaced out properly. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not scientific, but we appreciate you. So you like green beans? You're, you're making um, sweet potato casserole right now? Yes, and, and I thought. How funny that I hopped in the car and you're talking about this. And my husband said, aren't they the religious station? I said, yeah. he said what are you doing? I said, I'm calling it because it's fun. <laughs> and I want to say thank you to Miss Joy because she is such a worshiper. Hallelujah for that word. Isn't thank she? Thank you, Miss J. Yeah, thank she you, is. Thank you. And what a story she has to go with that worship, right? I mean, her whole thank story you. is just its mind-blowing, you know, um, what God has done in her family and with the gift that she has of, of, of writing that, you know, she wrote that song. That's amazing Beautiful. to me. That's amazing. Well, thank you, Anne. I appreciate you calling so much. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, you can call us back and tell us how the, how the sweet potato casserole came out. <laughs> I'll let you know what the people say. Yeah. Thank you. Right, Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> You know, that makes me smile. Well, I should hope so. I, 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 of course, it's not very much that doesn't make you smile. <laughs> well, I think about, you know, what a neat thing. Isn't that the religious statement? Our station, are they having fun on there? Well, that could happen. <laughs> you know, that is the idea of Christmas, right? And, and, and I Joy to the world. I know, I know. And when, when you think about what union with Christ really does, if you, if you heard that in Sarah Lyndon, her father, and you heard that in Miss J slash Joy, <laughs> and, and you certainly heard it in, in Anne, and I hope that people hear it in you this Christmas, because again, it is joy to the world, and we do have him regardless of the shenanigans, right? It's going to be amazing. Uh, you know, if if you want more on the Song of Solomon, by the way, if you were, if I whet your appetite for that. My podcast is is right there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for Single Moms, Widows, and Families in Crisis. And of course, all we're doing here on the Christian Car Guy Show is always there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as so many like Christian Car Guy Theater. So we got Christmas Corolla coming up. Now remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in thirty three years. And I hope you find Christmas.
This is the Truth Network.